0: the our secret spot podcast you'll look through the keyhole into australia's hottest swingers club hi guys
1: hello everyone welcome back to our secret spot the podcast my name is lawrence i'm jess and we are the founders and owners of our secret spot i always forget are You waiting what for
0: I, me to do that in sync with you or something no because you looked at me like you were like hi like did you forget where we work <laughs> Do you forget our club? (laughs) Lawrence has had coffee this morning, guys, so we might be a bit all over the show.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm a little bit scattered. Um, (laughs) Shut up. Welcome back to the podcast.
0: That just showed scattered in like a whole different level without even looking at you. (laughs)
1: Uh, I'm trying my best. I am much professional. (laughs) Um, Excellent. Today...
0: (laughs) Today, Lawrence, will yep. learn how to
1: speak. Today, we have a two special guests with us on the podcast, very dear friends of ours and regular attendees of the club. You probably have met them if you've been to the club with any sort of regularity, and if you haven't, well, time to pull your finger out and get there. We have with us none other than the lovely Angela and... Somewhat lovely Bradford from <laughs> By the By podcast. I
0: thought you were just looking at him then for a second because you forgot his name.
1: <laughs> I just wanted to see his reaction. Like, oh, <laughs> at this moment, you could see his heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Here's Angela and that guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and some guy that she's with.
3: <laughs> well, thanks for having us on.
2: Yes, Welcome. thank you yeah. for having us on.
1: Welcome. We are hosting you on our podcast on your podcasting equipment. It feels weird. In our <laughs> apartment. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't
0: feel that weird, though considering how many podcasts that we do
1: yeah no but it's like you know it's uh, we we've gone to their house and like we've
2: sh- well it's like so essentially
0: we sh- we're just stealing all the stuff that they're helping us do is that what you're saying uh,
2: no. wow stealing is a strong word yeah
0: yeah Bribing you. look we
2: invited you you're all like vampires
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's very early for us too Not it is
2: it's so nighttime, early. it's
0: like mm-hmm, dinner and i get mm-hmm. to sit here with like a glass of wine but this is you know close it, enough color this is odd yeah, and this is the first time
2: we've ever podcasted before 10 a.m. Yeah. How's that I, going yeah. for you? Uh, you well, know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Touch and go, mate. Do you like go. coffee number two? This is number three. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: This is number two for me. This is good coffee, by the way. Thank
2: you very I much. really like Only it. the best for me mm. and apparently my guests.
0: <laughs> well, thanks for sharing. You're
1: welcome. Hopefully the guests are enjoying this coffee talk. Hopefully you have a coffee with you too, everyone.
3: We <laughs> <laughs> normally like, launch it at like, the afternoon.
1: Yeah, I do in the afternoon. Hey, hey,
3: there's afternoon coffees, that's a thing. also
1: yeah, drink okay. an afternoon coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Do you have t- a
3: stopping point?
2: Um,
1: yes. Because i to do it before
2: When I fall asleep.
3: <laughs> also, what if you work night shifts? Then you definitely need a coffee in the yes. afternoon. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have like yeah. 6,000 coffees today.
2: And if you're on <laughs> night shift, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. I've been having <laughs> coffees late in the afternoon because I've been
1: working nights. So it's like... Uh, <sighs> do you have a
0: coffee machine?
1: Yeah, little Nespresso at work. Ooh,
2: nice, bloody da. Yeah. Did Thanks. you know if you go
0: to Woolworths, you can get the Starbucks little coffee pods? Oh, and this is the, you know, the the dome pods. Do you, they're yeah, they're but they're you can get the same as well. Oh, you can okay. have the dome ones or the small ones. Um, Starbucks do the little like compact ones, and they taste really good in comparison to Nespresso here.
2: I guess for some reason I thought that your podcast was about sex and, and the club. And oh, not no, about no, coffee. it's coffee reviews. <laughs> <laughs> this is
0: what happens when you do it. Didn't so we, didn't
2: we tell you?
1: Oh, I didn't send you my notes. <laughs>
2: you didn't notes. I didn't know this was going to be like a, a coffee. This is going to be great for Angela who doesn't drink coffee.
3: <laughs> I, I may have tried to do a little more research if I knew known it was going to be <laughs> coffee
1: related. <laughs> no, we, we want, you're, you're good as the, uh-huh. um, uh, uh, the an audience that is, uh, yeah, doesn't know anything about coffee. It's like, we want to test you.
3: Yeah, so, I love the smell of coffee. I just okay. don't like the taste. <gasps> so do I. Yeah,
1: the smell is better of than the.
3: No, no, no,
1: no. <laughs> I love the smell of unburnt I'm with Jess on cigarettes. On this one. That's what I <laughs> <laughs> like. Taste like is better what? than the smell of unburnt cigarettes. Like that smell of tibba- t- fresh tobacco. tobacco. Yeah. So it
2: takes me back to my childhood because I used to strip oh tobacco. Uh, you I Used wait.
0: to what? Strip tobacco. Strip. I thought yeah. you were going to say strip two tobacco, and I was like, <laughs> explain. Just a leaf. It's yeah. a different yeah, kind of Eve. How do you do it? I was like, is this part of your magician show? And you're like, I'm tobacco. I'm tobacco. Smoke this, bitch. Imagine you as a little kid <laughs>
4: doing
1: that too. <laughs> oh my god. All right, oh we're yeah. gonna jump into some actual stuff about the pot <laughs> topic related short sure. stuff. Sexy yeah. things. Sexy yeah. things.
3: That wasn't sexy. So Bradford w- jumping out.
1: I mean it is sexy. Yeah, that was a kind of good segue. Just l- just leafing in. No, there's there's a You'll, leaf Will there. you
2: leaf this in or will you Oh uh, yeah, there we go. Hey! You cut it out? Yay! Yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, there's mulch to like about it. <laughs> Somebody's on a oh roll. shit, he's got to go now for <laughs> it. He's got another three.
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't worry wasn't. Jess is okay. The dog <laughs> just frightened her. The two kilo dog frightened Jess. Well,
2: <laughs> I mean, it was trying to put his nose in places that. <laughs> yeah, it just licked something. Well, that a I lot of things have done, but. <laughs> 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 Sorry, babe. That's okay. I'm nice cleaned this morning. Pippen. It's fine. It's very important. <laughs> I did there have,
0: you have a shower before I got here, so we're all clean.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. <Nice.
0: laughs> um, so wh- what are we talking about today Lawrence?
1: Well we wanted to interview Bradford and Angela so we wanted to get our listeners to get to know them so if they haven't heard their podcast I mean, imagine they have because you have to have because we've talked about them a bunch but if Aww. you haven't and you haven't listened to their origin story and what they're all about this is your chance to get to know Bradford and Angela who are at the club a lot.
4: <laughs> you guys, I this love the look oh, on yeah? your you face. You can't see
1: my look. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can't tell if you approve of us being there a lot, or you're like, you they are vampires. They <laughs> <We laughs> suck. We guys are like
0: the furniture. We are. Yeah, the sexy furniture that moves. Sexy yes.
2: furniture. And you
3: can even use Bradford as furniture, but do not use me as furniture. That's
1: uh, correct. Yeah, Ooh, she might yeah.
0: claw you. <gasps> the claw. I just yeah. remember the scratchy claw.
1: The mm-hmm. mm. mm. furry ben- uh rabbit. Paul yes. thing, yep? yeah. With yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, for those who don't know, let's. I wanted to do a little bit about your origin stories. How long have you all been swinging? Why did I say y'all? <laughs> Damn it, Bradford.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you trying to be cool. So?
1: That's right. I'm, uh, I'm starting slow. Like, how did it start off for you two as a couple?
3: It's probably been about eight years now, maybe just a hair more. Uh, but it started off really just we well when we started dating we were both seeing other people but seeing them separately and we would always talk about our dates and we would always you know we didn't hide anything we shared it all and then at some point he was seeing a couple as their third and we started talking about you know what would it be like if I joined them what if we saw people together instead of separately and yeah he had a conversation with them and they were willing to bring me in and so we met up for a drink everybody got along we had a play session and everything went well very well there and so yeah they were our first couple that introduced us to swinging and they also introduced us to our first club as yeah. well
2: yeah So <laughs> this was
3: back in the states
2: back in north carolina yeah, right baby. so you
1: had a you had a grooming couple
2: we did <laughs> yeah our, we like to call them a yoda couple Yoda yeah. couple okay
3: like and, and actually some of our kind of like how we operate and operated and like, you know, meeting people and having a drink first, that type of thing. Mm. A lot of that came from them because that's how they did it. Mm, and yeah. I also know it's a common way to do it now, but then it was just like, Oh look, this is how you're supposed to do it. And it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So like I, train wheels. It, yeah. I used to
1: use that analogy of like, uh, the, the couple that you first play with, or that introduces you as your sire couple, like vampires, is like you that. take on their traits.
2: Yeah,
0: I like that. Would ours be considered our sire couple because you'd already been swinging before? Yeah, we
1: I'd were the, the, the siren couple, as in we were the more experienced, just because it was I really just you, Cause yeah, you had like
0: three it. little lambs, and you were like, Come, guys, let's do this, yeah. I think I did a good job Literally, like all three of us <laughs> had never had a, like any sort of sexual thing within the lifestyle. But that could
2: also be considered a puppet master.
0: <laughs> 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 Let me
2: pull your strings. Dance
1: with me, my petites.
0: <laughs> well, there were strings there, so yeah.
2: Was it that time of the month?
4: <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs>
1: <sighs> I'm going to pull that one out. I mean, <laughs> edit that one out, Bradford. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
4: So when
0: was your first time in Sydney or Australia?
2: Uh, so we moved to Australia Mm -hmm. and what did we, I'm trying to think like, well, we we
3: started to meet people online first and we tried to do the online dating thing uh, and just, yeah, just tried to find people that way because we weren't, we hadn't done a lot of research into clubs here. We'd only been to the one club before in the U S so it's not like we had a lot Mm. of experience with that. And yeah, so I think we were just kind of like, Hey, we can meet people online. Let's do it this way. And we, did also it was a good way to meet friends. because yeah. we just kind of
1: we met.
2: We knew no one. Yeah, um, and so <laughs> what's that like?
1: <laughs> that, like I don't know, you Lawrence, know, I mean, I, you I, I've us? lived in Sydney all my life, and obviously, you you know, your friend network had changed and yeah. over the years. But I've always had a group of friends. Mm. You know, that the thought of moving to a whole new city, knowing no one, me not being able to talk to new people very well.
0: That sounds frightens
1: me. <laughs> Look, it's so it's,
0: funny because we're so polar opposite. I'm like, that's exciting. New people that have to listen to me.
2: <laughs> it's yeah. both exciting and terrifying because yeah. I think a lot of people don't realize that you know, you you go to primary school and then you go to high school and you some of those friends come along, some get mm-hmm. left behind. You go from high school to maybe university or TAFE. Some of those friends come along and some of those get left behind, and yep. then you go to work and the same thing. Each each level you're gaining a few new people, but you're also leaving a lot of people behind, but there'll always be those one or two that you've talked to since you were born basically. Uh, and for us, it it's a double-edged sword because you come to a new place and you have a complete blank slate. Nobody knows you. There's no Mm -hmm. preconceived notions about you, um, other than whatever you bring to the table. I think that was great. Uh, because well, it I'll did s- kind of let us redefine ourselves.
3: Yeah, and I had moved around a lot growing up, so I was very used to leaving people behind and making new friends. <laughs> <laughs> she says, "The it's Black a Widow big Spider
2: smile. over here." <laughs> 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 Don't look under the porch.
3: <laughs> but it was a, it was a good way to I'm going to say redefine ourselves because we were just getting into the swinging lifestyle and we were just getting comfortable being very, very open about our sexuality, not just with each other, but with others. And so this was kind of a moment of, hey, look, we can be who we want to be and there's nobody around us to, to shame us or to make us feel bad about <laughs> us or to feel or make where we feel like they're judging us, yep. even if they're maybe not. Um, but it was just kind of a chance for us to wipe the slate clean and be like, hey, look, we can be ourselves and mm. make friends who like us for who we are. Yeah, And it was nice. And then you can also have sex with them too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at that. That's a good
2: double ended. Song. Win, win, win.
1: <laughs> so nice. you're learning about each other's sexuality. I know this, but um, listeners know it. you're both openly bisexual. Yes. Hence the brand, by the by. Yes. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> how did you, how have you found navigating that aspect of your own sexuality? And I probably aim this a little bit more at Bradford because you're male uh, or male identifying. so And there is that, I suppose, homophobia still around uh, bisexual men, whereas bisexual women is completely normalized. Bisexual men is not. How do you find dealing with that, one uh, as an individual and then as a couple?
2: So just to reiterate, I am cisgendered, white male. I am like the villain in, in most of <laughs> yeah. our universe now. Uh, <laughs> and I will say like a
0: Marvel show now, I will say
2: rightfully so villainized. Except
1: um, for one, tr- one trait. I have all the traits. <laughs> <laughs> I hold all the infinity stones <laughs> of the problem. I didn't
0: realize we were a Marvel.
1: <laughs> we're not
2: fucking DC. That's for damn sure. Uh, so, sorry. Anybody out there who loves DC? Dumb
1: cunts. What? What's DC's? <laughs> the,
0: the pillow right next to him. Just there. He's yeah. Marvel. Oh, they're all
1: Marvel, except Aquaman, oh, and yeah. Superman, and Batman. Yes. No, it's it's half 50-50. Half, 50/50.
2: Okay, it's
0: 50/50. 50-50. All right. We can anyway.
1: deal with that.
2: <clears throat> Wait, are we allowed to say those names?
1: Back to the story. You <laughs> have to blank <laughs> <Yeah>. them out. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> um,
2: so... I guess it, there is that double-edged sword in the, in the lifestyle that women are expected to be bisexual, men are expected to be straight. Yep. And we have heard that in so many situations where, uh, in fact, somebody we once heard said that all women were born bisexual. They just don't know it. They just may not know it yet. Uh, <laughs> men are born either straight or gay. Wow. And like, this <laughs> said this?
0: Yeah, I was going to say. Who
3: is this?
2: we're uh, going to uh, cut this out. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> we'll, we'll
1: tell
3: you later. Okay.
1: Yeah. Sorry listeners, you don't
2: get to know. <laughs> so, yeah, so there there is that that stigma behind it. Uh when we first started swinging in Sydney, I, maybe it was partially my attitude about it and maybe it was just the scene's attitude about it. But it feels like the the general scene's attitude has changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's no longer this polarizing by or I'm sorry, polarizing straight gay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now there's a lot more people out there that are either hetero flexible or homo flexible or you know curious to some level or extent. And you know, a lot of this I'm going to say is because of. OSS and just the general attitude that you both have had towards bisexuality in general or sexuality in in all uh, forms and aspects. Because one of the great things about it is y'all don't fucking care. Like, (laughs) fuck who you want to fuck. And if you have a problem with it, you know, talk to me right? Talk to mm. Lawrence, talk to Jess, and they'll sort you it's out.
4: Scary, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I think that's a that's a, something great because it provides this really safe haven. Yep. Uh, and in the beginning, I think it did affect both of us.
3: You were a lot more hesitant to open, not necessarily to open up about your sexuality, because you were honest with people about your bisexuality. But if we met people at the club, you were a lot more reserved as far as interacting with other males yeah. until we had kind of really had a conversation and, and made sure that they were okay with any mm-hmm. kind of touch or whatever is going on. And then we often found that people were flexible or potentially bisexual themselves, but I don't think it was as commonly talked about up front, whereas now it seems to come up a lot earlier in, in conversations.
1: Yeah, like, so as a conversational, like, topic of, like, you know, the general thing, like, what are you guys interested in playing yeah. with? Yeah, are, yeah. You, are you Are you... Asking them, both people, are you straight by whatever your <laughs> whatever spectrum you're on? All um, no spectrums. Yeah, I nearly knocked over the drink. I that's know. okay. <laughs> well, that's cool. So it's obviously the attitude changing, but don't sell yourself. Sh- uh, don't sell yourselves short. Obviously, you guys have had a huge impact on that because we have.
0: Know, okay, keep going. You, you know, you've pause.
1: you've started by the by, which is obviously a, a podcast that's about your stories coming through the lifestyle, um, both being bisexual. So, like, what actually prompted you to start that? Was it because of these? You're trying to like change the tide of the thinking, the general thinking in the community?
2: Again, I think this goes back to the moving to a place and being a clean slate. We are both fortunate that we both work in jobs that nobody really cares what we do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we realized that we could be. Like a, a, a lighthouse in the middle of the fog. So we can raise our, our freak flags. We can wave them uh, and, you know, allow other people to see how we live our lives, um, you know, proudly and unabashedly. And maybe others can learn from it. And if not, others can find some sort of safety knowing that there are people out there who they can talk to. Uh, there's, there's plenty of research that shows that The bisexual community has higher instances of mental health issues, of self-harm, of um, uh, addiction. And so, you know, what we wanted to do was normalize it so that people can more readily talk about it.
3: Yeah, and and at the very beginning, one of the things that sparked it was when Bradford was coming to terms with his sexuality, there were precious few resources at the time for bisexual males, particularly, Mm -hmm. and... And so we wanted to put it out there and, again, have some kind of a resource and let people know that they're not necessarily alone in their journey, wherever it's taking them. And, and shortly after starting the podcast, we got numerous emails and messages from people saying, thank you. I thought I was the only one, particularly in, like, certain parts of the world where it's illegal to, you know, wow. be anything other than. And, and so, yeah, so many messages from people just – thinking that they had been alone. And it's Mm -hmm. like, no, 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 there's a whole community out there. And so it's just opening it up and and making it more talked about and a little bit more visible. And I think that over the years we've been doing the podcast, that has changed a lot. There are a lot more resources. It is a lot more visible in the general community and in media. But it still can sometimes be hard to find resources if you're trying to, to come to terms with your sexuality or try to figure things out, you know, if you're somewhere along that journey.
1: Yeah, just Google searching Information for bisexual men, or like, <laughs> what do you what do you yeah. search? yeah. And what what like, would you
3: search though? I, w- I, didn't I think don't think I'd know. look up
0: information for bisexual men if I was curious. Well, I guess I'm not a guy. But
1: what have you? What have
2: you? What searched? did
0: you search when you were originally like exploring that?
2: So I, I mean, I, I literally tell us your process. <laughs> we're yeah. going to examine <laughs> it now. I, 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 li- I literally probably googled that. Oh, uh, what, and was, what
3: was your Pornhub search like? I know, and that's the thing. <laughs>
2: it ends up, it's you know, for I think for a lot of men, at least. Uh, we, so you start with your porn, right? So you yeah. start you you start watching heterosexual porn, and you start going, wow, I'm watching the penis more than I'm watching the boobs. Interesting. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, let's do some POV porn now. And like, oh, let's try gay porn. All right, this is good too. Like, and in the end, you're like, oh, I like all of this. So you end up looking at this porn, and then you're like, okay, I can't be the only one out there. So then you start searching bisexual men or mmf or whatever Mm. and you realize like wow there's there's porn for this yeah cool and I, i don't know like looking for resources back in the day you know uh this was 2012 2011 there was really wasn't a lot there were a few podcasts like life on the swing set uh out of the u.s uh that dealt with it very openly and honestly but even some of the like Podcasts that were really big into sexuality, like Dan Savage, the Savage Love Cast, there was a bit of sort of bisexual shaming uh, or did, or bi erasure, saying mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't real, um, yeah. which is really frustrating. Yeah, which kind again, it's sort for of, them to say it's not real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he has since changed and has okay. come more towards the okay, yeah, it it is real. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, it, it was that oh well, you're just closeted. Sooner or later, you'll come out. And I'm like. I really like pussy. I don't want to give that up. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, like it's kind of an addiction at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, must I give it up? I don't know. Yeah, and the answer was no, no, I mustn't.
1: I <laughs> <You laughs> have, have seen hats. in my many journeys through the Pornhub woods, I've noticed more bisexual MMFs. MMFs. I yeah. was going to say that yeah. too.
0: I was before when you were talking about that. I was like, I've noticed when I've looked that up. It's more bisexual rather than just like two guys plowing a chick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which I wouldn't I've say there's more better. of
1: them, but I've noticed it more. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it, maybe it's. it's the I of think of there's more of them, them as well. Yeah,
0: I think I, also some of the like porn there's, yeah, definitely stars. Definitely more
1: of them, but not. I think
0: some of the porn stars are getting a little bit more fluid in the way that they play, and they're more accepting of having guy play in yeah. the porn. Because I've
4: noticed. Well, that's that
2: because the porn stars are getting younger, right? Yeah. And so <laughs> as we go, I mean as we get older the porn stars stay <laughs> the same age. Yeah. but like and that's the thing and so the younger generations are much more um um accepting. gender fluid much more accepting of of uh, different sexualities and different sexual play and of course our porn is going to reflect that yeah. porn reflects society first yep mm-hmm. that's interesting
1: I, I i used to hear about i think this is, was caused for like one of um these uh, porn stars' suicide, where she just got bullied and shamed because she would do, she'd have sex, like bisexual sex or uh, sex with trans women. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was this whole thing about, like, you shouldn't, if you're a straight performer, you're not supposed to have sex with a gay or trans performer for risk of increased risk of HIV. Yeah, of course. So clearly that must be changing. That's that sentiment in
2: the. <laughs> that attitude is changing a lot. And, uh, you know, just a. Kind of dive into that I, I know who you're talking about and i think that was in the early 90s
1: no 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 this happened no, this in was
2: recently? Recent it recently oh was, yeah
0: the, the 2010s
1: like, oh
2: uh,
0: i was gonna say like six or seven years ago yeah oh, maybe um, maybe the name
1: years. escapes me right now but, um, she
0: was quite popular and then it was like a big thing she was in the us and yep. um it was a big massive thing for like a whole week and all the sex workers and um porn stars put out like a big video saying like discrimination and like harassment is causing mm-hmm. like all these issues in the oh. porn industry and I think that's when it kind of opened up a little bit more about people having to learn to accept things rather than bully them, because there's a lot of cyber trolls. Oh yeah, and it probably oh, it doesn't yeah. help with porn that a, a lot of the interaction they get is through like social media. Yeah. Yeah. August mm-hmm. Ames. August Ames.
1: Okay. Yeah. She she committed suicide in 2017. Oh wow.
0: Oh wow. Pretty
1: recent then. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Yeah, it's 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 frustrating because I think a lot of that mentality comes from again, the Reagan era in the U.S. where we ignored HIV for a very long time because it was just a, a gay problem, and then it was well, the gays are giving it to the straights. I mean, like I remember this. How does that happen? <laughs> so interesting. Uh, I think Pat Robertson. Uh, I think he was. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Pat Robertson who's this Christian monster in the U S uh, was talking about how the gays would have special rings that had um, little well, like po- stone cutter rings basically. And then when they would shake your hand, it would cut you uh-huh. and then they would infect you. What? <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> Wait, seriously? I re- yes. I remember as a young, as a, <laughs> uh, as a child, um, I yeah. always loved putting, you know, grabbing, you know, Back then, we had uh, telephone machines that had you put quarters in. And so, if you didn't, if your call didn't go through and you hung up, the quarter came out. So, as a kid, that was a great place to find money because some people would just forget to get their quarter out. So, you'd put your hand in the thing. And I remember my mom, oh, no, no, can't do that. I heard that uh, people were putting needles in there that are spiked with uh, HIV. And, and <laughs> like it was shit like that. That was so believed that that was normal, which then again goes back to the, well, no wonder I, I had trouble coming out because yeah. mm-hmm. I he was raised in a world. Yeah. yeah, I was raised in a world where the queer community were evil because unfortunately they were different. That's like so
1: bizarre yeah. because that's saying like they're organizing on a level worldwide <laughs> that is akin to well, like no, no they one don't even. Like, how even, they are. even governments <laughs> that are supposed to be this organized. And, and, and openly so, mm. can't even get their shit together. What
2: <laughs> makes you think? And this was the 80s. We didn't have <laughs> a fucking <phone>. internet, okay? <laughs> we might have message boards. AOL might yeah. have been a thing. Maybe.
1: They're communicating in the newspaper classifieds. <laughs> oh my God, give me a break.
3: <laughs> so, also, what I've just learned is that from a very young age, Bradford liked to finger the slot. I
0: was going to say that too. I was like, he likes to put his fingers in <laughs> things he doesn't know.
1: I do. I do. He likes Potentially the hole. dangerous things. Yeah, but, but
2: sometimes you hit the jackpot. I used
0: to do that as a kid too like yeah. in the phone booth you had like the little clicky thing and i was like i'm looking for the money yeah i would put my finger all the way in i I'm did a tester. no I two <laughs> fingers like, it I was put.
2: always the middle two fingers to just right in <laughs> trying to pull so yeah, out I put my like
0: little pointer and i just check and i'd be like nope
2: and that's why i'm so good at yeah, fingering ladies doggy style is because i put oh. my two fingers in and i just kept looking for the coin the what fi- <laughs> sorry what the what fingers Poo fingers. poo fingers. Two fingers. fingers. The two you fingers. Said, oh, you said you said, said the poo fingers. I did not say the poo fingers. Yeah. I okay. said the two fingers. When
1: this comes out, you're gonna hear it. I'm gonna amplify you saying poo fingers. Two <laughs> two
2: fingers. <laughs> please, please, like echo it. Poo, 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 poo. Well, he's just gonna put
0: this over the top of it. Also, make I, it sound I know, right? It's yeah. gonna
2: make me sound. Right. Yeah. And I, that's I what, And that's yeah. the beauty yeah. of editing. Yeah. I said no. Two fingers. <laughs> two.
0: Yeah, he said fingers. two while he was doing the two fingers.
1: I say poo. You two say two. So, what does that say about you? That We like the two fingers over the poo. I'm not as good as, as you, Bradford. The puns and the I've heard the that.
4: Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> get off my podcast!
4: <laughs> get out of my house! <laughs> it's it. breakfast time.
1: Which one, who trumps who? So, more than just the podcast, you've developed or you've expanded the Buy the buy brand into other things. Pendulum party being one of them.
2: Can I just tell the story? This is one of my favorite stories. Yeah. Uh, So I remember Angela and I talking about like, we we should do this party at a swingers club and it should be like for everybody. And we were like going back and forth over names and we're like, okay, let's just shelve it for now and we'll come back with a name. (laughs) And then we came to you guys or we had you over for dinner or we were over at uh, at, uh, your place for dinner and we were talking about this party. And I remember Lawrence going, Well, you know, I don't know that it just doesn't sound profitable. <laughs> Did uh, I say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I tell you what, we'll give you either a Thursday or a Sunday and just looks at you and goes, well, let's give it a fair chance. Let's give them a Friday. And <laughs> Lawrence is like, rabble, rabble, rabble. <laughs> and so oh, then <laughs> obviously. and then it was Angela and I going, holy shit, we got to come up with a name. Mm. And so we found we came up with Pendulum. I don't know if we, I found it somewhere. I'd like, it was like, this is a great idea. Let's mm. do Pendulum because mm. Pendulum swing both ways because mm. it's science-y. Uh, <laughs> and we came back to you all and you were like, okay, this is good. And then, I remember Lawrence saying something to the effect of this party sold out faster than we expected it to sell out. Anyway, <laughs> maybe we should do it quarterly. And then fast forward like 2 years and Lawrence is like, "You know what? You know what would be really funny? What if we did it bi-monthly?"
4: <laughs> 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 and
2: and now I'm here to tell uh, you that bi-monthly means either every other month or twice a month it means both so <laughs> i'm i'm game yeah. to do it monthly. bi-monthly one. term swings both ways
1: right? <laughs> well, Yeah, well we
0: do let me have a pendulum this month and then in january i know so, yeah i just so, swung with those in there
2: uh, december have, 10th yes. if you if i don't know when this is releasing december 10th and january 14th come on people yes. this is coming out after december 10th well, son of a bitch january 14th. well look at
0: this party's like Four tickets left anyway. So you'll be
3: sold out. So what is Pendulum
1: Party? like For anyone who doesn't know, we've talked about it a little bit on our podcast, Mm -hmm. but what is Pendulum Party? From the people themselves.
3: (laughs) So Pendulum Party uh, is... Uh, it's a time where people can come together and they can play at the club. They can interact with other people who are bisexual, bi-curious, just want to explore anywhere along the journey. And you don't have to, because there are people who identify as straight who come and that's mm. completely fine, but you have to be okay with seeing bi-play. And, and it, it was geared more towards, in the beginning, uh, we aimed it more towards bisexual men mm-hmm. because in the lifestyle It is like we've talked about previously, it's very common for women to be able to play with each other, but it's not as common to see men playing with each other or even just making out with each other or, you know, blowjobs and things and whatever. And and, in the first pendulums, we had a glory hole set up and that's that's also kind of fun just for all different reasons. but the purpose of it was to give particularly bisexual males and couples who want to explore together because that's another thing that we found is that it's really hard as a couple to find other bisexual people or bicurious people to play with because men can go to saunas and you know there are parties aimed only for lesbian women but where do you find somewhere to marry the two together and to do this as a couple and it's really hard to find spaces for that so it was just created as a, a safe space for people to come and play and explore and just see see what they can find. And,
2: yeah. and what's really great about it is I think, number one, again, it's the support from the club that we've mm. gotten both from from you two and then also from all of your staff. Your staff, oh, so like, good. We, we constantly get compliments um, from people who've come to Pendulum about how they don't feel different at all. And Pendulum has grown now into, you know, by pan, whatever fluid sexuality mm-hmm. you have, and Anywhere moving uh, into uh, p- folks of, of genderqueer, uh, we've got trans folks, we've got uh, you know people who are um, um, non-binary, and it's so much fun to get this group together and just chat and talk, and then fuck, it's great. <laughs>
1: It's seeping into the club as well I say see that's that, that sounds <laughs> bad. it's 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 uh, expanded having, a, into it's having a knock-on effect into the mm. club as well because I'm uh, noticing more trans people uh, I, that I'm I'm noticing coming to the club just on a, on a on a regular night and then feeling okay and feeling safe to do so obviously they're a little bit cautious at first they ask if it's going to be okay and we say yes and then they're fine to come yeah and they've they have a good time and also uh, bisexual play amongst men I think
4: Mm-hmm.
1: It doesn't uh, just happen on Pendulum
0: now. Yeah. On I have noticed it come out a lot more in newbie nights actually. Oh, that's exciting. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I think, which is, yeah, I don't know if it's like, it's just because that to me is different to see. Like mm-hmm. it's, I'm so used to just seeing sex everywhere. So my filters aren't on for anything sex normal. Mm-hmm. So then yeah. if it's kind of a little bit out of the norm and I'm like, oh, just notice that. Whereas but only
1: just the past weekend, I saw um four people in the swing room, uh, in the voyeur room, uh, two, two males, two females. Uh, they were all... Getting it on together, and the guy was giving the other guy a blowjob, and while well, he was going down on the girl, and yeah, love and then I, I spoke to the guy. Ooh. He's just like, so oh, "I just got a blowjob like from a guy." That was new. Oh, that was all right. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Is that the
3: glow it? party? Uh yeah. Oh, yeah. sick! But uh. it does got to show you how important it is to have spaces for people to be able to explore and to play and feel safe and, and, and comfortable. Feel, yeah, and and uh, our secret spot does that very well. Because of this, st- I'd say largely because of the staff. It is
2: one hundred percent because of the staff. Uh, there have been other clubs in Sydney that we've gone to that I'm pretty sure I would have been uh, carried out if I, you <laughs> know, like, yeah. even if you ask. Like, and it's just it is about the, the carried staff. out. As I mean
1: uh, asked to leave? Kind yeah, of thing? yeah,
2: yeah, right. Okay, uh, and like I'm I'll. Can I say their name? Like, they're no longer existent, so yeah, I think I can. Yeah. Couples Club. Like, I, mm. I was made to feel very uncomfortable at Couples Club. And it was very much a, you know, this is a straight
4: Heteronormative. space.
2: Heteronormative. Yeah. space. Mm. You, know, you fuck women, and women fuck women, and that's it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like how there's, like, no women get to fuck them in. It's like, women fuck women. But okay. also, this is going back a little bit to one of the earlier questions, just about bisexuality in... in or I guess how we've experienced bisexuality in Sydney and and in the club and things. But I would say that, you know, we've talked many, many times, it's come up a lot of times, about how women are expected to be bisexual. Yep. And there are, leave it or not, there are women out there who are not bisexual. Yeah. <gasps>
2: no,
1: shock, horror. <laughs> and I've I, I talked to, like, they say, oh, I'm actually straight. Is that going to be a problem? Yeah. Like, they, they feel awkward. Yeah. <laughs> so it's,
3: and yeah. And even, like, for me, while I love to play with women, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it if someone else is fantasizing or fetishizing it in a creepy way. Mm -hmm. Because it's fine if you want to fetishize it in some ways, but some people do it creepily. And it's like, it's expected that because I'm bisexual, they're like, oh, look, I have someone else for you to play with. Yeah. He's like, no, no, I want to pick my partners. I don't want you to pick <laughs> yeah, them Yeah, he's like, I it. can pick them. I'm an adult. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
2: <laughs> All right, now you put your mouth on her. All right, that's cool. Now go do it again. Yeah. i talking yeah. about your childhood now, Bradford, please.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, but we have had, like you said, we've had some heterosexual women who are just like, oh, I don't mm-hmm. know. Is that okay? And And like, I don't want to play with other women. It's like, that's fine. You don't have to, you know? Yeah.
1: That's – it's bizarre to me that that's – it's it's so – I don't know where I'm going with this. I my, don't know. My, my point. You just, every time, it, I'm, like,
0: he, he looks at me, I'm like, he's obviously trailed off <laughs> somewhere, so he's like, blah, <laughs> blah.
2: But <laughs> <laughs> it is bizarre. Like, it makes no fucking sense. Yeah. And I, yeah. I love this – like, there's a lot of problems, and this is not the podcast to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But there are <laughs> – not that your podcast is bad, but it's just not the place to deal with yeah. – Uh, gender issues and this Mm -hmm. is a very much a a, this is if this problem exists in the swinging community Mm. imagine how it explodes into other communities like Mm -hmm. business and and home life and Mm -hmm. stuff like this. there is a clear very clear double standard when Mm -hmm. it comes to genders Mm -hmm. in the swinging world Uh, which again that does happen out there. And I'm pointing to the window. But you know, in in these safe spaces, it's not like that. And that's one again, I, I keep blowing smoke up your ass because you. I, I love you. <laughs> you. But it, it, it is a space that we both love, respect, and cannot imagine a world without.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's sad that, that like that, that has to happen like that. But we've, you know, I think we like you were saying, we've been pushing and trying to change the tide. Admittedly it feels like we're changing the tide with a bucket. <laughs> the waves are coming in, like, oh, God. Yeah, this but is still, hot. at
0: least we're attempting to do it. Like, we now have expanded, probably since Pendulum, we now have an all girls party, and then mm-hmm. we have like gay parties as well.
2: Yeah. And so I will say, it, I, I know what your analogy is, you know, changing, uh, trying to change the tide using a bucket, but for everything that gets caught in the bucket, it matters right mm-hmm. it may not you know depends on your scale right yeah, if you're looking at just the bucket it matters to every drop of water in that bucket
3: and then there's the ripple effect of every drop of water that those drops of water come in yeah. contact with
2: so i mean that's important and uh, don't sell yourself short
3: yeah. okay Thank no, you. blow great smoke up his ass. great doors. <laughs>
2: great doors swing on small hinges wow
3: he's full of it today isn't
1: <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> i know oh, he's full of it <laughs> i hate you people <laughs> That was beautiful, Bradford. Thank you. You made him blush. I appreciate the sentiment.
0: He's even blushing. Yeah.
1: I want to like talk to like <laughs> the future now f- of like by the by and you guys and all else. So do you have any plans to like expand apart from the the podcast and parties? Is there any other ideas that you have? Oh can man! We, can we hear it here first?
3: <laughs>
4: I feel like
1: there is. Judging by the yeah. Oh, well, God, this is too hard.
3: So we've had a lot of discussions. A YouTube channel. We've had a lot of discussions very recently about that, about how to expand and, and to go further with it. Uh, we have thought about YouTube. We've thought about doing videos. At the moment, we're very hesitant about that, just because of time to edit videos and, and the amount of yeah. work that it takes. Yeah, and and,
2: and look, podcasting isn't free, right? Mm-hmm. And so it it takes. There's a cost involved in it, mm-hmm. either if in the equipment, in the keeping things up and running, but. More importantly, the time. Mm -hmm. You know this as a as a podcaster. I think Angela spends at least three hours a week just on podcasting, either recording the podcast, including recording the podcast, Mm -hmm. and then also editing the podcast, and then you know uploading the podcast, writing (laughs) the content, and and that's just the podcast. That's not also interacting with our listeners. And I'll be honest, we're terrible at interacting with our listeners on social medias. T- you were discord terrible. though, right? But yeah. now we have a discord chat yeah. and that's been really great for us. Um, so that was our big, that was our big thing over COVID was creating the discord chat, um, really f- focusing on Patreon and getting like some money oh, yeah, rolling Patreon, in. Yeah. Uh, and, in order to get on our Discord chat, you have to be a Patreon supporter at any level.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's multi-level. Oh, you like the you like the Amway of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: so yes. yeah, so we
3: have been building up the Patreon side of things a bit more, and we're, we have we do have plans to do that a little bit further uh, to try and introduce some some merchandising and things like that on a very very small scale. Um, but video is an area that. I am interested in I'm just not sure about the logistics of it and the time investment that, that is needed mm. And again, you know if somebody else edits it then you have to pay them and yeah. then it's the monetary So again, it's and just kind of resources and just feeling out what's needed So we're very early stages of thinking, you know, can we do something like that?
2: I like the video idea, but I don't want to do it because YouTube will demonetize you immediately mm. oh, So there's yeah. no money because you're talking about sex <gasps> So You have
1: to use your podcast to get people to Patreon to yeah. sell videos there.
3: Or we'd exactly. Or we have to do it through the
2: website. Or, or an OnlyFans like account. Yeah. And i like, I don't want <laughs> that. Like, I, if we're going to make this content, this content needs to be for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we need a YouTube that that's not YouTube.
3: Yeah. A YouTube that is sex-friendly. Yeah.
2: That's Pornhub.
1: I, I, <laughs> I know, but no, right? No, but on Pornhub <laughs>
0: now, you you can't be an amateur. Like the amateur porn got
3: taken off and you no have you to be... No,
1: you can be, but you've got to be like verified yeah. and stuff yeah. like well
3: that. Well, and yeah. also it's not just porn, but it's, it's educational things. So sex education you and and like. relationship education and things like that. You yeah. know.
2: And yeah. I mean, maybe that is the way. Maybe it is a Pornhub channel because yeah. people can tip you on there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they can. Just the tip. <laughs> just the tip. <laughs> Uh Look, I would love to do a pendulum kind of going away party kind of thing, right? Not that what it's leaving. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> that was like, my thing too. <laughs> No, like, what no. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening here? Like let's get away. Maybe that's it. Oh. Uh, so Oh like a like, like a, a takeover yeah, a or something takeover. like that. Oh. Um come on y'all. Uh, <laughs> and, and we sort of <laughs> a traveling pendulum. <laughs> like a circus. Um, <laughs> can we call it, it a circus? It, w- it would be fucking intense. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we
0: can call it a circus a circus a pendulum.
2: Uh and we we but did go away with some friends. Mm-hmm. We rented a, a big Airbnb down south and we tested out like what would this, what could this look like? Um, but I would love to do it in a place where we can do a full sort of
0: takeover, takeover. More, more scaled up. 20
2: rooms mm-hmm. and, and then have parties and things like that. I think that would be a lot of fun. It's just a matter of finding a place in Australia that we can do that because we would, on, we would want to keep it local to start.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tough. Mm-hmm. Especially <laughs> around here yeah. in Sydney. Well, that, yeah. That and expensive. That actually yeah. Actually yeah.
0: And also they'd have to be accepting mm-hmm. of it too mm-hmm. because it's like a lot of the Airbnbs, because like there's a few places when I was looking for stuff, there was like 20 people could stay in that big house, and we, which would be fine. Like they say the 20 rooms.
1: people but no parties. Exactly. <laughs> what well, do you yeah. think 20 people are going to
0: do? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like especially if you're going to be like a takeover for the weekend. I think if you said, yeah, they're all adults and, you know, having like wines and stuff, but then some people also live on site mm-hmm. to the place that they're renting. Yeah, And it's like, oh, well... Don't really need to see yeah, them it's, having those it's uh,
1: One uh, difficult sell. We're going to have a small party. Uh, it's going to be a kind of clothing a, a, optional, and, and then yeah, it's going to be clothing optional party. People may have sex. There's going to be
2: sh- bisexual people there. <gasps> oh, well, <laughs> oh, <my> oh, somebody <laughs> think about the children. Uh, look, uh, ultimately, and and we've not really discussed this deeply with them, but folks like uh, exclusively RHP. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that that'll be our next step is partnering with them to mm-hmm. create something. Yep. Mm-hmm. But well, I don't know where, where we'll go. Yeah. I don't know.
4: Watch the Tell where
0: a winery is. So you can always like integrate like normal things like wine tours and then to get yeah. everyone to come back with their wine and mm. wine and dining.
2: Mm-hmm. Sexy wine. <gasps> so it's like, you can have like
0: platters, like have people on the table and it's like, eat off. or the
2: people are people. the table. Ooh, Ugh. but not Angela.
4: he was listening well done I love it
1: (laughs) so is like the the, the dream the pipe dream that you could be able to quit your day jobs and then just run buy the buy stuff full time or Uh, is
2: is this still like a a hobby of passion it's a hobby of passion
3: I don't think it will ever get to the point that that one of us could quit their day job and no. to be able to do that full time. That would be amazing. We're not that attitude. <laughs> it would be absolutely amazing. And that would be fantastic. We'd love that because we do very much enjoy interacting with the community and the, and the work that we do. And it is a lot of fun. And it's, it's also interesting for me. I'm not of, I don't feel like I'm a very creative person, mm. so it's fun for me to, to try and find ways to do things and build things and to do different stuff. Use, and I do it through the podcast. That's the only way I have a creative outlet. Uh, so I do find it a lot of fun, but I don't think that it's ever gonna get to that point. If yeah. it does, that would be amazing and we're Wasn't gonna take over the world.
0: about winning the lotto? Like, yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
2: it's
3: four of us win something. <laughs> if we
2: win the lotto, then absolutely podcasting will be my full-time I mean, job. It
3: has to be more than like a $10 win though. <laughs> yeah.
2: oh. Damn it. 10 well, what's, 75. What's well, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> $10 and one cent. Um, I don't know. It's like, I want to see by the by putting more money into things. Right. So, Mm-hmm. We You're like a community outreach program kind of thing. <laughs> it's n- not necessarily that, but also that. Yep. You know, you can outreach to the community in a lot of different ways. So we have a film that is releasing on Saturday tomorrow uh, that, by the by, put a substantial amount of money into it, mm-hmm. uh, and it's about polyamory and censorship and bisexuality. So. You know, getting this message out there. Was that movie refused classification? It was. And like, it is up for seven awards at uh, Made in the West.
1: Yay! I've done my research. <laughs> you have. Uh,
2: so, you know, we're really excited. Um, and this is something that I think, you know, using the podcast in that kind of way, you know, having the funds in order to put into things that are going to send out a positive message.
3: Yeah, and also we would rather keep the podcast going or keep the brand going and keep it on theme. And so we want to keep it bisexual focused, keep it relationship focused, that type of thing, as opposed to branching out into other areas that would be easier to monetize, because like we've talked about, YouTube doesn't monetize anything sexually related. So it would be easier if we did something a little more mainstream, but we don't want to dilute the message down, and we don't want to lose yeah. that. Yeah. So if you know if we can find a way to kind of marry it up, then that's fine. But otherwise, we'd rather keep the the message and keep keep the focus there.
1: I'm not super across the YouTube uh, monetary guidelines, but you can do sex education, can't you?
2: You can, but you have to watch what words you say. You can't show anything. Um, of any kind of really sexual nature. Right. Um, tenuous. And the it, language it you yeah. use. Yeah, the language that you use is very tenuous because they'll immediately they'll still show commercials. But then you have but you don't get no, the money. No, but wait, like you could put up YouTube videos, but if you
1: have people who sponsor you directly, that's Correct. how you make your money. Th- then yeah. that's Whereas how you, you make don't your make money. money off YouTube themselves yes. right? the clicks yeah. and views. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's, so it's possible. Like just sort of it's a fine is. line.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. is OSS gonna sponsor us on YouTube now? 100 percent
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I like how his like tones changed before like when pendulum was coming yeah. like oh maybe maybe not now he's like yep do it now <laughs> what yes
2: here's a check I just won ten dollars <laughs>
0: <laughs> and 71 cents Support it.
2: <laughs> god I sound like such a Grinch <laughs> no not at all you're no, a you're you a mean, b- businessman <laughs> okay I don't, is that better? I don't know. You're a capitalist. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, you were just more hesitant the in the C
4: beginning. Don't say the C word.
1: We might get demonetized.
2: <laughs>
0: no, you were just more hesitant in the beginning.
3: Whereas mm. I'm very like fluid. Is that the right just word for me? You're, you're, you're more of a just try it kind of person. Yeah. yeah. Like,
2: let's give it a fucking yeah. go. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'll try it once or yeah. twice or six times. Throw it and see if it sticks <laughs> to the wall. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so the events that you're playing, what about events that you plan on attending? What, what does... Bradford and Angela from By the By recommend going to?
3: I Ooh. recommend going to our secret spot in Sydney. Okay, yeah,
1: we premier, got that. The premier <laughs>
4: swinger club in Sydney. <laughs> and this is why we get paid. <laughs> um, uh, look, my
2: favourite... My favorite parties, other than Pendulum, of course, are the Neon Party. Mm-hmm. I think Neon is such a fun party.
1: No, no, no. I meant like the events that you go to that you feel like are great for, like especially like the bisexual community or. Oh, okay, or yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Or stuff like that. For they
3: can still come to Neon. So. <laughs> Obviously, <you> can, <laughs> come to
1: like, all the parties. I was like you at, literally at just
3: made a, um, a comment about the foursome at
1: Neon. At night? Neon yeah. Party.
2: Yeah. So now I want to go to Neon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, So there's a couple different things that we tend to go to as far as parties go. One is Biconic. And so Biconic is a group here local to Sydney. Mm -hmm. And they they kind of, I don't know if they partner with, but they're affiliated with the BiPlus Visibility Group as well. And the BiPlus Visibility Group is a lot more, Outreach and community events and things and like support, that. Whereas yeah. Biconic is much more of a party. And right. so Biconic is get everybody together and, you know, have a, just be able to socialize and dance and have a good time with other bisexual people. And it's really a way to bring people together and to celebrate bisexuality. Mm. So it's not, you know, there's a lot of things that focus on, I'm going to say, the negatives and the, the bi-erasure and the bi-invisibility. Visibil- um, but at the same time, like, we want to be able to celebrate our sexuality and yes. to celebrate it with other people that are very similar and, and that we really enjoy being around. So Biconic parties are a great, great way to do that. And they also raise money again for the community and to go back into the community as well. Uh, so that's one thing that we do. Where do uh, they have
1: those? When, when and where?
2: So you can follow them on Facebook. They've mm-hmm. got Biconic. It's uh, B-I-C-O-N-I-C. Yeah. They have their own Facebook page, and they put all their events there. They're often held uh, at the Imperial Hotel in uh, Erskineville. In Erskineville on, ah. yeah, so oh yeah, if okay. you've seen the movie uh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, it's where the movie starts, mm-hmm. is ah. at the Impy. And so uh, also, just as a side note, the Impy is amazing. They have these great drag shows and some really good bar. Yep. Uh, yep. But they have it, and there's a big dance space downstairs because awesome.
1: um, i've heard by iconic i've just i don't know anything else apart from what you've just said yeah. Yeah. about the party
3: and they've also started doing a couple of events at tingling's in yep. on oxford street so a few different places around uh but yeah it's just it's a fun big dance party and it raises money for good causes and and it's it's fun to be part of the organizers are amazing they're great people so we do that uh as Bradford mentioned earlier exclusively rhp as they that's not necessarily bi-focused. It's more swinger-focused. Yeah, but much like but they're you open. two, they're open. Yeah.
2: They don't mm. care. As long as you're safe and having fun yeah. and consent, that's all that matters. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: What about anywhere else in the world?
2: So, man, I'm, when I'm we can someday set. leave the yeah. world, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean uh, the Australian world, uh, Life on the Swing Set does a takeover of Desire Resort in Mexico every November. And it is this amazing I'm going to say utopia of like it's, it's hard to explain it, but imagine going to a review, start that again. Imagine going to a reunion of all your best friends that you've yet to meet. (laughs) That's nice. And like, that's Mm. what it's like. And so it's people who are all along the gender spectrum or all along the sexual spectrum. Uh, But you just kind of get together and you chat and you drink and you swim and you party and there's foam parties and there's hot tub happy hour and there's sex, sex, sex. Uh, It's. So
1: for those who don't know, because I don't think we've ever talked about desire. Uh, on this podcast before, Desire is a resort in Cancun,
2: Mexico. Am I Correct. Right? Mm-hmm. There's two. There's two. Two, two des- resorts in Mexico named Desire.
1: So is a how 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 do they? It's a swinging resort, or do they say it's like an d- open lifestyle? Yeah, yeah. open lifestyle resort. resort.
2: But okay. when life on the swing set takes over, it's a swinging resort. Right. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. But I mean, let, let's be so realistic. Twenty four seven, three sixty five. That's what it is. It's, yes, it's a non stop.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And like, there's beds all around the pool. There's beds all around the hot tub. Uh, there's beds optional. all along the beach. It, the whole place yeah. is clothing optional, except for the restaurants, of course. Which makes Sense. Uh, and it's what 122 rooms. Like, I, I'm gonna spill chocolate sauce on my white pants. <laughs> <laughs> Why
1: are you wearing have you? I want to be pants. nude. <laughs> have Have
2: you ever cooked you bacon s- naked? <laughs> no, <laughs> there. i, was gonna I, say, I if know
0: gonna chocolate onto your white pants. Imagine if that fell on your dick. Yeah. W- yeah, but what?
2: Yeah, but then it's tasty for somebody else. <laughs> that's
0: right. <laughs> tasty burnt <laughs> skin, yum.
2: Mmm, crispy.
0: Uh, <laughs> Stop turning everything so dirty.
1: <laughs> sorry. So we'll link all this stuff in the in the uh, the show notes yeah. as well, like the the parties mm-hmm. that you guys have just mentioned. Awesome.
2: Yeah, but uh, I think that's probably that's there's not a lot of places to go. That's again what makes Pendulum so special. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will say there's there's clubs like the Rabbit Hole in mm-hmm. uh, in South w- Australia. Say what?
0: South Australia. Yes,
2: I was going to say Adelaide, but uh, my, my brain wanted to say Radelaide. Uh, so the rabbit hole in, in Radelaide, uh, <laughs> they do, um, I think they're calling it two by two, which I think is a great name oh, for yeah. a party. Uh, and it's, again, it's this kind of rainbow-esque party. Mm-hmm. And we've been there twice and it's amazing, yeah. amazing uh, mm-hmm. facility and great people run it, much like y'all. Um, but I think it's starting to be contagious, which contagious is great. I love it. Like the bisexual parties are starting to spread and it's become ca- more popular, and it's catching on. It's yeah. catching on, right? <laughs> um, and it's 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 nice to it's nice to see that happen. Mm. Awesome.
1: One last question for y'all: How amazing um, are we? <laughs> now we've gotten that. We, we're pretty. We're pretty cool, <laughs> obviously. Do you have any general advice for? by people new to the club, new to the lifestyle.
3: If you're new, it's it's hard because there's two different things, new to the club and new to the lifestyle. But mm. let's assume a bit of both. You're new to the lifestyle and you're coming to the club early on. And I would say look at the parties, look at the themes, and try to find something that matches you and your interests. Also, it, it depends on – it can be really hard, and I say this – coming from a a more conservative background but it can be really hard to open up and to be honest with people and to say this is what I'm looking for this is what I want so you may not get what you want out of an event if you don't do that so try to be as as open as you can when you're talking to people and when you're looking for play partners and interacting with people and ultimately the more that you interact with people the more you're going to find people that you like and that that match along your, your style as far as communication, as far as play goes. But I think the hardest thing is just, and the most important thing, is finding events that match you and your interest and in what you're looking for. And and then just engaging with people. And don't be shy. Don't be afraid to go up to people and talk to them. And if if they don't like what you have to say, then it's not somebody you're interested in.
2: I, I'm going to say, uh, assuming that the people listening are in Sydney uh, and they are are bisexual or at least um, curious, I would say come to Pendulum Party. Yeah. Come early uh, from a (laughs) – Come early. Oh, sure. I'm the one that makes everything dirty. (laughs) Uh, It's your
0: fault. It's contagious.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Took that contagious to get that joke. (laughs) Anyway, uh, but come early because it's one of those things that it's easier for you – this is a social, I mean, it's just the way we are as humans. If you have already established yourself in a location, people coming in, now you're kind of, you're the one in charge, right? People are coming to you when they come to the club. And it's it puts you at ease to talk to people. And if you come into a club that's full, people already be talking to other people. Um, so come early. And uh, if you're definitely coming to a pendulum party, look for Angela and I. We love to talk to everybody and are happy to you know share our experiences. And yeah, that's what I would do.
1: And if you don't know what Bradford and Angela look like, we'll post them. We'll tag them in our, <laughs> our social media posts and all that, so you. Can or you can just
2: out. ask anybody at the club uh, who, who, are who are works they? there, <laughs> like anybody with a staff shirt. Yeah. Do you know Bradford and Angela? And everybody'd be like, "Oh, oh yes, <laughs> oh <do> we? <laughs> they might be under that pile over there. <laughs> <laughs> they might be under that pile over there.
1: That is true. A pendulum parties is just like, where are Bradford and Angela? We haven't seen them for a while. It's so. <laughs> like probably in the basement and or in the oil G room.
2: We've seen parts of them.
3: <laughs> I do love the puppy piles, though, that happen at Pendulum. Yeah. It's so good.
1: Yeah. 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 Thanks, guys. That was a lovely little chat. Thank you. Yeah,
3: thanks for having us.
1: Yeah. But the podcast isn't over just yet. <gasps> there's, oh. There's more. Oh, oh. wait, there's oh. more. <laughs> so we're doing sort of a, what do you Incentive. call it? Incentive. Incentive, a promotion at the moment, uh, where we Basically ask our what listeners happens. to give uh, five-star ratings. Ins- five-star rating and reviews nice ones obviously in exchange for a free entry to the club you so if can we do
0: a five-star rating that's bad i did five stars because i had to uh.
1: <laughs> 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 that <laughs> would be awesome okay, you, you might actually get you might actually win if you write that <laughs> that's
2: that is fucking brilliant so we
1: just go through through the, uh, all the reviews for the week and then we pick one and read it out and if that person or persons has their review read out they get a free entry to the club on a night of their choice pending availability.
2: Awesome. I love yeah. it. Pick pendulum whoever yeah. you are. <laughs> we're on
1: like now we're on like one of the uh, the popular pages of the iTunes listings for sexuality podcasts. So.
4: Fucking brilliant. Awesome. I love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah.
1: So we're getting there. Thank you everyone and don't forget to share with your friends if you're enjoying this podcast. Which and listen to th- buy the buy podcast and that's all I can think of right now. <laughs> <laughs> like and
2: subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz I was
1: going
0: to say I even had a vanilla friend who was basically like he's got nothing to do with the lifestyle we've never talked about the lifestyle ever um he's aware of obviously the business and he came up to me and said one of my friends told me to listen to your podcast oh that's great like told me and i was like oh that's awesome i could have done that obviously didn't (laughs) but i was like that's cool that's pretty cool i Um, had
1: someone at the club obviously they they didn't know who they must have only ever heard the podcast but they said hey where's the bathroom i went oh it's just down there and they spun around. Like, oh, you're Lawrence. And I was just like, yes. <laughs> I listen to your podcast. So I was just like, okay, hi. I know. I, I'm always I like that, that as well. Weird, like, Thank you. The,
2: the first pendulum party we ever had, somebody came up to me and goes, this is going to be really awkward, but I know a lot about you and you know nothing about me and I want us <laughs> to be friends.
1: Okay, Norman
4: Bates. <laughs> you stand over there now. Wow.
2: Are you we are friends now? So... <laughs> <laughs>
3: Fair enough. See, so honesty works. Ask for what you want.
1: <laughs> Very good. So you got a, a review that you've chosen? You have selected as the winner?
0: So the one that I've chosen is Exceptional Standards. It's the top line. Um, it's by Kylie KylieTurner.76. So assuming it's Kylie. Um, Hi,
1: Kylie. Hi, Kylie. <laughs>
0: Hi, Kylie. Ding,
1: ding, ding. You are a winner.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so... We have been coming to the club for a few years now and love the atmosphere, the friendliness of the staff and the lack of judgment. As a couple in our 40s, we pick different themed events to suit our style and we have a blast. If you've ever wanted to go to the club and don't know how to go about it, check out the podcast. We promise you won't regret it and you will learn lots of new things even if it's the latest sledge on the duty manager next time you see him.
4: <laughs> 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 um,
0: thanks, Tripp, for letting us uh, dig into you. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so that was done by Kylie KylieTurner.76. Thanks,
3: you.
1: Kylie. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, she, I mean, you know, she echoes your sentiment of just, like, uh, good staff that, you know, promote a judgment-free... Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's really good. Thank you very much. So, Kylie... Um, If you're listening to this, which I hope you are, uh, get in touch with us via email info at our secret spot, uh, letting us know that it's you. Obviously, we'll check that to make sure that you are the person that is the (laughs) account holder. (laughs) Everyone says, I'm Carly. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll organise your free entry for a night of your choice. Yes. Until then... We're gonna sign off. Where can we find you guys, Brad and Angela, on socials and the internet?
2: So you can find us on all the socials, Instagram, on Facebook, and Twitter. We are at by the by podcast. If you want to listen to our podcast, find anywhere where you listen to this wonderful podcast and search by the by, B-Y-T-H-E-B-I, and you can find us there. Uh, or our website, www.bytheby.com.au. dot au. So profesh. That was good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you can find us at www.oursecretspot.com.au. You can get in touch with us on any of our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, All at our OurSecretspot, all one word, or phone us or send us a message to 478 Thanks, Jess. She was to- <laughs> typing up the numbers. I can there. always
0: <laughs> tell, like, when you start to do that head look to me, you're like, trying to remember things like i don't have anything written on my face you realize that right <laughs> other than that guys. all of your
2: emotions are li- written on your face
0: oh 100 <laughs> yeah you can always tell how i'm feeling
1: but we'll catch you guys next time thanks for listening
0: bye bye, bye.
1: <laughs> <Bad name>. <laughs> <laughs> You got that Bradford? You
0: good? It's not like you know how to push the buttons. Hey, you, that's you're the pushing.
1: Whole, that's the you're pushing it. my buttons. <laughs> 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 that's the whole thing that you love about my pushing the buttons. You
2: <laughs> yeah, but you Wow. <laughs> the fact that you just kind of manhandle them yeah. like.
1: Yeah, she <laughs>, laughs at how I do it. She just. It's
0: because you look yeah. like an ape when you do it. You're like. Uh.
2: It's like and then King you look size at me Homer. Like I laugh. King size Homer trying to hit the <laughs> f- f- no, <laughs> mash buttons now.
3: Apparently Lawrence <laughs> just needs like this massive mixing board where all the buttons are <gasps> ham
0: size. God, that would be actually more fun. Like the big piano. Yeah, that you you'd jump probably on want, want to do it then. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <Jess laughs> and and I want to do... be on the mixing board. <laughs> you
2: said hand size and um, I heard ham size <laughs> and both of those make sense for Lawrence. <laughs> <doing
1: everything>,
2: <laughs> <laughs> now in honey glazed. The new road. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't want your honey-glazed ham. <laughs> Why? Does that be all
4: sticky?
2: Mmm. <laughs> 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 Salty. <Alright>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that ham's country ham.
3: Hey, as long as it's cured, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's fair.
2: Fair enough. <gasps> We're so professional.
4: Yes. Yeah. yeah.